Without me, you can do nothing. There are two types of people in this world. Those who bear fruit and those who do not bear fruit. According to Jesus in the Gospel, there is no in-between. Either you are fruitful or you are fruitless. Without me, you can do nothing. Let's place the words of Christ today in the Gospel in context for a second. The image of the vine runs throughout Scripture, especially the Old Testament. It was used to be an image of the people of God, the people of Israel. They were the vineyard planted by God. The vineyard which He gently cared for and nurtured. And so now Jesus sits with the beginning, the foundation of the new Israel, the twelve apostles. The new vineyard, the church. They're at the Last Supper. And this night was so special to him. For he said to them, I have eagerly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. He longed to have that moment to share his heart with them. And at this Passover, celebrated year after year by the vineyard of God, the Israelite people, they have laid out before them the wine of the Passover, the fruit of of the vine. And at this Passover, things are a little different because Jesus declares the wine to be His blood. The blood of the new and eternal covenant. And so it's within this context that Jesus speaks the parable of the vine and the branches. Knowing that the whole people of God is considered the vineyard of the Lord and they have spread out before them a bunch of the fruit of the vine. Without me, you can do nothing. Using this beautiful image of the vine, the branches, our Lord Jesus Christ illuminates the mystery of being in communion with Him. As His disciples, He urges us to, to, to remain intimately connected with Him. And to be in communion with Jesus leads to a life that bears much fruit. However, one not in communion with Him is fruitless. And my brothers and sisters, Jesus is not soft today about those whose life is fruitless. Of those who do not bear fruit, He says in His own words, they will be thrown out like a branch and wither. People will gather them and throw them into a fire and they will be burned. Let me ask you a question just a second. If you had a garden, maybe even a grapevine garden, whatever it may be, and there came to be branches that were not bearing fruit, what would you do? Would you not cut it off so it doesn't cause harm to the rest of the plants? Would you not cut them off and throw them to the side? Jesus says today, so it is with those who are not bearing fruit for the kingdom of God. You see, there's no question of what Jesus means here. Our Lord uses the image of fire over and over and over in the Gospels to speak about the fire of Gehenna, the realm of the damned. And so in short, Jesus is saying to you and to me with some challenging words, if you're a branch, if you're a part of the vine, if you're one of my disciples and you do not keep my word, 
you do not obey my commandments, and you don't actually bear any fruit, then the vine dresser, the Father, is going to cut it off and throw it into the fire. My brothers and sisters, in our times, I think that this thought runs throughout uh, our thought process and everything, and that is that hell does not exist. They say, as long as you're a good person, you're okay. As long as you just accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you have nothing to worry about. But you see, more than anyone in the Scriptures, Jesus warns His disciples of the consequences of those who do not remain in Him, who do not abide in Him, and those who do not bear fruit for the kingdom of God. I very often hear these words, Father, I'm a good person. And usually I hear this within the context of talking to someone who maybe isn't a regular church attendee and they find out I'm a priest. Or maybe someone who is a churchgoer, but they're not so serious about their faith. And often, young and old alike come to me in the confession, they say, bless me, for I have sinned, but I'm a good person. Many will say, Father, I'm good. I mean, I haven't killed anyone. I haven't stolen anything. To which I'll usually reply, well, I'm glad. Thanks be to God. But I think there's something to this. Because I think what people are implicitly saying is that I'm good enough. I'm good enough. But you see, with Jesus, my brothers and sisters, there is no in-between. Either you're fruitful or you're fruitless. And my brothers and sisters, you were not created by God to be good enough. You were not created by God to be mediocre. In the words of Pope Benedict XVI, the world offers you comfort, but you were not made for comfort. You were made for greatness. You were created to be great. You were created to remain, abide in Jesus, and to bear a lot of fruit for him. Without me, you can do nothing. There are two types of people in this world, those who bear fruit and those who are fruitless, and there is no in-between. We are called, my brothers and sisters, to be fruitful disciples. And fruitful disciples are those that remain grafted to Christ, who is the vine, the source of life. Because as as our Lord indicates in the parable, there are some things that cut us off from Christ, who is the vine. And we're separated from the vine, we will inevitably wither and die. And we will have no life in us. So the question is, how do we remain in Christ? How do we abide in Him? Well, first, we spend time with Him. We spend time with Jesus. We speak to Him. We listen to Him. And my brothers brothers and sisters, how better do we do this than with the Holy Scriptures? And with the very Word of God itself. 
I mean, Jesus says today in the parable, he says, you are pruned by the word I have spoken. That's what he tells his disciples today. And just like them, so too for us, we are pruned by the very word of God. We're given life by the very word of God. And the words of Christ to you and to me are, without me, you can do nothing. Jesus did not say, without me, you can do some things. You can do a couple things. No, you can do nothing. You see, my brothers and sisters, bearing fruit apart from Christ is impossible. And to be fruitless is not where we want to be, nor are we called to be. Secondly, we remain and abide with Christ and thus bear fruit through the Holy Eucharist. The body, blood, soul, and divinity of Christ himself, no longer bread, but Jesus. And there's no coincidence why we call the time of receiving him Holy Communion. Because it's our time to abide with him to remain with him, and to have communion with him. See, the Eucharist is our strength. The Eucharist is what gets us by week by week. It's when we have those trials that we can say, I can do this. I received the one who gives me the strength, who gives me life. The fruit of the vine becomes the blood of Christ, and this blood mingles with ours, literally. And we are made one with him. It's no coincidence that Jesus uses the image of a vine which recalls God's people, the people of Israel, when speaking about remaining, abiding, and being in communion with him. Why? Because the new Israel, the church, is precisely how we do that. How we stay connected to Jesus Christ. The church which provides us with his very word and with his very sacraments. The life-giving mystery. how great it would be for this local vineyard of Nativity BVM Cathedral to be overflowing with abundant fruit, works of love, and mercy here in our world. May you and I not fail to bear fruit and be cut off from Christ, but rather allow ourselves to be pruned through his word and his sacraments. And remember that without him, we can do nothing.